Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall, bellwether of the flock that assembles here for ceremonies in the mysterious and the macabre. Anyone will tell you that it's impossible to foretell the future, to predict the outcome of events that have not yet happened. That is, anyone with even a modicum of common sense. And yet, if this is so, why does a vast majority of mankind try so desperately to do it? Why do people who, in other respects, are reasonably sane, risk their substance in the belief that they can foretell which stock will go up, which horse will win a race, and where the wheel that turns round and round will finally come to rest. Why? Ah, if we only knew. Our mystery drama, The Last Lesson, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Fred Gwynn. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. In case you've forgotten how much fun driving can be, Buick would like to introduce you to Skylark, a small car that's all Buick, with room, comfort, and an engine that no other compact car in America offers, the incredible Buick V6. Skylark, it's free spirit made practical. What's for dinner? Your ShopRite supermarket has all the answers for a great low-cost menu plan. Fresh American whole leg of lamb, just $1.17 a pound. Served with fresh California broccoli, only 39 cents a bunch. For a quick meal, try Encore frozen entrees for two. Chow mein, veal, meatballs, or Salisbury steak. A two-pound package for 89 cents. For delicious menus that are easy on your food budget, visit your ShopRite and save. New York, spend Columbus Day with us for thousands of good nights to come. Climb, sleep, set you free. Sleep right in luxury. Discover Klein Sleep's Columbus Day Sale and a new world of luxury and sleep with the lowest prices on the best bedding and convertible sofas in town. And they're all ready for immediate free delivery to your town. Pick up a copy of our newspaper circular in any Klein Sleep store for the most incredible prices on bedding and convertible sofas. Remember, there's a new world of luxury waiting for you at Klein Sleep Columbus Day for thousands of nights to come. Klein Sleep in Manhattan, the Bronx, Yonkers, White Plains, North Norwood, Connecticut, and Ramsey, New Jersey. All Klein Sleep stores are open Monday, 10 to 9. Klein Sleep, that's your free. Spend the night in luxury. Klein Sleep, that's your free. Life is a matter of reconciliation. On a spiritual level, we must reconcile our dreams with reality. On a practical level, 
we must reconcile our income with our outgo. A difficult matter at best. And you can imagine the problem it poses for Clarence Porter. Clarence is 40-ish and stylish, handsome, well-spoken, charming, a prince of good fellows, but he is no judge of horse flesh. Nor is he able to predict the fall of the ball at roulette or the draw of the card at blackjack. And so, Clarence, as they say, is strapped. Oh, is that all you can say, Clarence? Oh, uh, come in, Mr. Stretch. Clarence, meet an associate of mine, Mr. Chadwick. Uh, how do you do, sir? And Mr. Chadwick is my silent partner. Mm. I'm glad to meet you, sir. No, Clarence. You will not be glad you met Mr. Chadwick, believe me. Huh. Uh, well, uh, fix you gentlemen drink? We never drink on the job. The job? Oh, were you under the impression this is a social call? We're here to collect the money. The uh, money? Mm. Oh, yes. Well, I happen to be a little tight at the moment. Ah, but this is the moment. The particular moment. The agreed-upon moment. Yes, I... Uh, Clarence, Mr. Chadwick and I have a problem. Do you know what it is? We must decide whether or not to kill you. Now, just a minute. Uh, emotionalism is hardly conducive to rational analysis. I want to pay you. Of course you do, but the question is, can you? I'll pay. How? Please list your assets. Well, I've... Uh, no assets. Prospects? At, at this time? Yes. I'm sure something will turn up. No prospects at all? Please, Mr. Stretch. Uh, Clarence, I've been frank with you. I know, and I do appreciate that. And now, you had better get your jacket. Where, where are we going? I'm not quite sure. Mr. Chadwick has various places no, where no, he... No, 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 hmm? Well, Clarence, a gentleman may lack for many things, but he can always have his dignity. Wait. Wait? What for? Prospects. I, uh, uh now that I think... Yes? Uh, um, there is. There may be a prospect. Oh, I hope so, Clarence. Believe me. Why? Why didn't I think of it before? What is your prospect? If it's the only way to save my life, I guess I'll have to do it. You do what? Get married. It sounded like a marvelous idea. Except that rich, unmarried ladies are rather like policemen or taxi cabs. There's never one at hand when they're really needed. The only lady I could think of at the moment was Penelope Meadows. Penny. She had several million dollars, and she wasn't too bad looking, but there was so much of her. She was six feet, two inches tall, and built to scale. I'm going to move you around a bit, Clarence. And how'd you like that one? Trying to put it away, are you? Well, you're getting old and fat. What's the next? Yeah. Yeah, you were you were great, Penny. Just great. Uh, well, you better sit down before you collapse. I need a drink. Of course. Milk. You have to pile up the protein. Waiter, two milks, please. Well, old fella, your tennis was abominable, as usual. Uh, Penny. Oh, no. 
how, how do you know what I'm going to say? Well, when you get that look on your face, I'm sure it has to be something foolish. I love you. I was right. Penny, I love you. It's impossible. Why do you say it's impossible? Well, two reasons. First, it's only possible for you to love yourself. <laughs> no, that's not fair. Well, it may not be fair, but it's true. You see, Clarence, old boy, you're a rogue, a rascal, and a scoundrel. I mean, you're completely self-centered. You're irresponsible, shallow, reckless, lazy. But you have to admit, aside from that, I'm nice. Oh, yes, Clarence, in a superficial way. I'm, I'm attractive. Yes, you have... A service charm. Penny, I love you. Mm. Well, the second reason why that's impossible is that nobody could really love me. Oh, Penny. Well, look at me. I'm sort of... No, 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 I'll say it. I'm big. Well, generous. Gawky. Nevertheless, you are quite graceful. Mm. I love you. You love my money. Well, why not? The money's part of you. Penny, I won't deny it. Many of the things you said about me are true, but that was all before we met. Because of you, my life is now changed. Oh, Clarence, Clarence, do you expect me to believe this? Penny, darling, I know you have a feeling for me, too. I sense it. Marry me. Clarence Porter, I wouldn't marry you if you were the last man on earth. And let me tell you something, Penny. If I were the last man on earth, and I could choose among millions of women... I would still choose you. Oh, well, you do have a certain charm, Clarence. But I have no intention of getting married now, even if... Well, even if I love you, which I assure you, I do not. Why? Well, I don't want to belong to anyone, and I don't want anyone to belong to me. But these days, people don't belong to each other. Each can go his or her own way. Well, then why get married? Give yourself a chance to know love. Find out for yourself that it's love that makes the world go round. Ah, uh, Thank you, waiter. Oh, and doesn't that look delicious? So rich and creamy. Don't be afraid of love. Oh, drink your milk, Clarence. Don't miss the sweetness. Clarence, old sport, you're wasting your time. The tenderness. Uh, yes, uh, Clarence, you're becoming a bore. She was my last hope. And now I would have to leave town. Perhaps it wasn't the worst thing. After all... The willingness to strike out in new directions, find new opportunities, new frontiers, was the spirit that motivated our pioneer ancestors. I had done it before. I could do it again. Oh. Yes, Clarence. Once again, it's time to say, oh. Going on a trip, I see. Who? Me? Oh, no, no, no. Why are those bags packed? The bags? Hmm. Oh, the bags. I've got some old clothes that I'm taking to a church rummage sale. I'm all for charity, Clarence. But it should begin at home. You know perfectly well I'm working very hard at getting your money. How did the uh, marriage thing go today? Marriage? Hmm. Oh, that. Well, she's crazy about me. She is. And any day now, she'll be ready to say yes. She will. I told you, her name is... Penelope Meadows. We checked her financial standing. Well, then, everything's just fine, isn't it? Of course. It isn't possible that you're packing in preparation for a uh, departure. Oh, no, not at all. I'm uh, going to pop the question tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Certainly have to be here to do that, don't I? (laughs) Excuse me. No, permit me. Uh, Mr. Porter's department... 
Yes. Thank you, I'll tell him. Well, now, that was the doorman of all people. He says to inform you that the car has been checked and it's out front and ready for your trip. Oh, uh, uh, there must be a mistake. No doubt. Well, Mr. Chadwick and I are ready, Clarence. Look, please, why? Why can't you give me another chance? Another chance. She turned you down, unfortunately. Which is why you decided to leave town. What? What are you going to do to me? Look, you won't get anything at all if you kill me. That's where you are wrong. We get a great deal. That's where your value is now. When you... When your remains are found tomorrow, people will know why. And it will encourage certain lackadaisical folk to acquire a sense of urgency. If you know what I mean. Oh, yes. I knew what he meant. I looked at their faces there. Cold, hard, cruel faces. There was no appeal. There was nothing I could say to them. And as they stepped forward to take me by the arms, I, for the very first time in my life, I prayed. Please. Please give me another chance. Get me out of this somehow and I'll... I'll never get into this kind of trouble again. Never. Never. Who's that? I don't know. They mustn't make a sound. Perhaps they'll go away. I'm afraid we'll have to do that. Let her in. And we shall be watching and listening from the kitchen. I advise you to be discreet. I'm coming. Please, let me in. Clarence, you simply must save me. Save you, Penny? Oh, I know. I'm sure you must despise me after all the tactless things I said this afternoon. But I'm in trouble, terrible trouble. And there's only one way I can get out of it. You'll have to marry me. Uh, I'll, I'll have to what? Marry me, Clarence. Marry me. Right now. Now? Yeah. It's three o'clock. The license bureau closes at six or is it five o'clock? Uh, we must hurry. Oh, I... Uh... Was it only a joke? When you proposed to me this morning, I mean, you did propose, you know, and I accept. I accept, Clarence. I mean, I must marry you. You know why? You, uh, you, you, uh, love me. Well, if, if I don't get married, I can lose my inheritance. Why? See, it comes from my uncle. He was a great believer in marriage, and I just found out. There's a clause in his will that states, if I'm not married by the age of 35, I forfeit all my rights. You just found out? Yeah, tomorrow I shall be 35, see, so now I only have till midnight tonight. Well, then, come on, come on, come on, let's hurry. Oh, oh, Clarence, oh, man, now I must be truthful. I I don't know if I'm marrying you because, well, you know, you're the only one I can get a hold of in such short notice, or if uh, I really, truly, and honestly... uh... Oh, darling, believe me, this marriage was made in heaven. It was just made in heaven. Where else? If you consider what the extremely fortuitous arrival of Miss Penelope Meadows has meant to Clarence Porter, you might conclude that his troubles are over. However, this goes against all conventional wisdom, for everybody knows that when a man marries, 
his troubles begin. But this will be the business of Act Two, which I shall bring to you in just a few moments. The happy holiday season is nearly here, a time of gift-giving to family and friends. The question is, will you have enough money this year? If you start your 1976 Happy Holidays Christmas and Hanukkah Club at Metropolitan Savings Bank now, next year the answer could be yes. Come the holiday season 1976, you have saved all the money you want, plus Metropolitan's high interest on completed clubs. Best of all, you can choose a gift for yourself right now, free. And remember, only Metropolitan Savings Bank gives you MetroPack, the unique payment order way to pay those holiday bills or buy that gift in a hurry. Get full details about MetroPack and join the new Happy Holidays Club and choose your free gift today at Metropolitan Savings Bank with 12 convenient offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Nassau, and Manhattan. We want to help you save because... Remember FDIC. This is John Scott. Be sure to join me at 8 o'clock tonight for the latest news from the WOR New York newsroom. America discovers Mailgram. All over the country, people are discovering the speed and impact of Mailgram. Charlie O'Donnell had a problem with a bill that wouldn't go away. He used Mailgram. Charlie, how did Mailgram help you? Uh, about two years ago, I canceled one of my charge accounts. But then I started getting bills for something I never ordered. So it started out at like $15, and it's now up to $34. They kept charging me interest. Did you try to get in touch with them? Sure. I sent back the statement. I even called them, but the bills kept coming. So you decided to use a mailgram? Yeah. We sent off a mailgram, and we got a letter back saying that they're sorry, we hope to do business with you again, and it's all taken care of, and so forth. I've been talking with Charlie O'Donnell of New York. He's one of millions of people who are discovering that mailgrams get through to people and get results. It's easy to send a mailgram. Just call Western Union's toll-free 800 number anytime, day or night. Mailgram, impact of a telegram at a fraction of the cost. Marriage as we idealize it is based on romantic love. Marriage as a practical way of life should also be rooted in self-interest. Did two people ever need each other more than Clarence Porter and Penelope Meadows? She needed him to preserve her fortune. He needed her to guarantee his life. Certainly we have here the basis for an enduring relationship. Or do we? You know how it is. We make certain promises under the pressure of certain situations. And then we discover we may have been a bit hasty. Oh, yes, I prayed and I promised I would follow a different kind of life. I did say I would experience a change of heart. But what can you do with the heart? It has a life of its own. And it didn't want to change. Meanwhile, I must say my bride bloomed, blossomed, flourished as a result of our marriage. Have some more ghost milk, Clarence. I, I'm just not very hungry this morning, my dear. Oh, now. One must be prepared to face the world bravely, ready at all times for a fight or a frolic. Proteins, my darling. Protein, milk, cheese, nuts, beans. Yes, dear. Clarence, old sport. I, 
Well, you were right. About what? Everything. You were right about love and marriage and... Well, that's everything. I'm so happy. I never knew what I was missing. Yeah, yes, dear. Well, now what shall we do today? I uh, was thinking we might go the track. The race track? Uh, it, was, it was just an idea. The race track? It's infested by the lowest elements. Some of the very best people can be found. Well, now, Clarence, if you're looking for thrills... Well, I'm not really looking for thrills. I know exactly where we can go. Well, we don't have to go anywhere. Oh, but we must. You've got to be on the move, up and about, or you'll develop hardening of the arteries. I should live that long. Two hours later, I was dangling precariously in the sky, a thousand feet above the earth, in what is called a free balloon. There we were, in a little wicker basket suspended from a huge sphere filled with air, and there was a crazy kind of stove contraption to heat up the air, or whatever it was, inside that silly balloon. And when I wasn't hanging onto the ropes for dear life, I was terrified. The whole thing could burn up or blow up. What am I doing here? Isn't this fantastic? Yeah. Oh, you see, Clarence, you have to learn to live, to pit your mind and body against the elements. Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah, yes. That's fine. Oh, I was afraid you'd be bored. Bored? No, no. Oh, I'll tell you what, Clarence. Tomorrow, let's do something really exciting. Exactly, despise. No, Clarence, Clarence, don't look down. Look up. What an accomplishment to climb up the sheer face of the rock. You look bored. Oh, who, 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 me? Oh, my dearest old boy, I know you. How can we make this more exciting? <laughs> more exciting? I know. We'll do it in the dark. <laughs> Belonging is, darling. Cave exploring is just like mountain climbing. In the dark. Isn't it? Yes, it certainly is. Now, we must be positive, absolutely positive, not to take a wrong turn, you see, and that's so easy to do. Most of these tunnels and passages have never been explored while we could be lost forever. Stay close to me, darling. Where, where are we? Well, I think we're at the rim of a simply... Oh, enormous abyss. I don't know how far down the bottom is. Uh, uh, let me drop this rock. Well, I guess there is no bottom. Uh, 
how is an idea born? I don't know. It seems one minute it didn't exist, and the next, why, there it is. There are those who say the idea was lurking about in the subconscious all the while. Well, at any rate, there it was. The idea. The thought. The concept. That I had to kill Penelope. And this was nothing that I would have to analyze, consider, or debate. I was going to do it. I have to do it. I can't live this way. Indeed, this way I would be dead long before my time. And so... Actually, I'm going to kill this this impossible woman in in self-defense. Stop him! Stop him! Yes, you certainly did. Oh, the ugly brute! See how his friends have gathered round to finish him off. Let me bag a few more, more. Oh, hold the boat steady, old boy. Oh, I'm so beat, my friends. Anything more ugly than a shark. Well, uh, enough fun for one morning. Let's head for home. It has to be an accident. Anything else would arouse the suspicions of the police. Now, we could have an accident right here. I could throw her overboard. It's too far to swim, and besides, the sharks. But that's uh, no good. I definitely have to be somewhere else when it happens. And therefore, beyond suspicion. Besides, look at her. I mean, if it came to it, she could throw me overboard. But I know she'll want to take the boat out again tomorrow. And uh, then, well, we shall see. Try some yak butter, dear. I understand it's fantastically low in cholesterol. Uh, Oh, uh, thank you, my dear. Oh, ready for some sports this morning? I thought I would uh, uh, play some golf. Golf? Clarence, old man, time enough for golf when you're in your 80s. Well, an old friend from the service is in town, and we agreed to meet for a couple uh-huh, of holes. Uh-huh, okay. Why don't you boys have your fun? I can take the boat out alone. This is exactly the idea. My darling, while you were deep in slumber last night, I was working on the boat. I cut out several very large timbers in the hull, and then I replaced them. But they will not hold too well. And by the time you get out to your favorite shark hunting ground, some three or four miles offshore, the vibration of the engines and the pressure of the water should knock them out, and the boat will be instantly swamped. Well, accidents happen. And I'll be playing golf. Who would suspect me? So, I went to the club. The starter placed me into a foursome. I played my 18 holes. I established my presence on the golf course. And then I went home to sit and wait for... Huh, for, let us say, word from the Coast Guard. I was quietly reading and listening to some music when I heard a car pull up. Aha. Here comes the tragic news. I shall be properly shocked. Hello, darling. Uh, uh, Penny, uh, uh, what, what, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? I live here. Uh, oh, I, 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 I thought you'd still be shark fishing. Oh, Clarence, I had the most fabulous adventure. You should have been there. What? 
What happened? Well, uh, there I was, five miles out, and the water was literally solid with sharks. Yes? Yeah. I was potting away at them with my rifle when suddenly, suddenly, I don't know how to describe it, I was in the water. Did, 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 did you fall out of the boat? No! Suddenly there was no boat. It was as if, as if the bottom had fallen out of it. But the sharks? Well, there I was in the water, and I was still holding the rifle, and the shark was practically at my elbow. I kind of wrapped him on the nose with the rifle butt. That must have scared him away. Yeah, but, 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 but the other sharks? Well, obviously, those fellows weren't paying any attention to me. They were much too busy feasting on their wounded friends. Now, what, what did you do? Oh, I started swimming away from there in a hurry. Fortunately... A Coast Guard boat had spotted me, and just in time, too. Uh, what could have happened to the boat? Well, it's on the bottom of the ocean, old sport, I guess. We'll never know. Some salad, old chap. I, uh... Oh, I... it's a special southern Pacific algae, and it's garnished with plankton. You won't get better protein anywhere. Mm. Yeah, thank you, my dear. I'm 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 not hungry. Oh, I'm worried about you, old man. No, 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 no. I'm I'm fine. Uh-huh. Aren't you coming down to the oval? Uh, no, dear. I'm too nervous to watch you race. Oh, it's fantastic sport. Oh, you. Yeah, but you go around those curves at ninety and a hundred miles an hour. I, well, well, it's too much for me. Oh, that's nothing. I wish you luck, dear, and I wish you would quit racing. Well, she may quit after today. Last night, while she was asleep, I uh, arranged matters with the stock car she races. You know those lugs that hold the wheel to the axle? Well, I filed some of them down. And given the strains of high-speed driving and turning, the wheels should fly off. And at <laughs> 90 miles an hour... Wait, the race should be on now. I'm one of those station cars. Well, here we go into the last 10 laps, folks, where we separate the men from the boys. And I should say the girls and the women. Because the leader in this race so far is Penny Meadows Porter. And what a race she has run. Mark Bowles. All out. Hellbent for leather. Yes, sir, she has beaten off challenge after challenge by the best and the most daring drivers of the business. And here we go. She's heading into the far turn. Dead man's bend. And watch her take it. Wait, wait. Something's wrong. A wheel. Her left front wheel is... It is just blown off, and her car is out of control, and she's going to... No, no! Hello, darling. Penny, you're all right. Of course. I heard it on the radio. I came over here as quickly as I could. Oh, I'm fine. Doctors want to look at some x-rays, but I could get out of bed this minute and go right home. The car was a total wreck. What what happened? Well, we'll never know. It burned up. It exploded. And and you were in it. And and you survived. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm the penny that keeps turning up. Yes, but the longest road has a turning. A sinking boat, a burning car. Sometime. Somehow. Her luck has to run out. Or does it? Some folk are fortune's favorites. They survive, they come through. Well, all this is awkward for Mr. Clarence Porter. If only his wife would die. 
so that he can resume the lifestyle he yearns for. Well, he's cooperating. He's doing everything he can to ensure she has a lethal accident. But fate just won't cooperate. Well, we're only a few moments away from Act Three. Buick's 1976 Century Regal is the most luxurious midsize car Buick builds. But it's also got a practical side. In fact, it makes a concession to practicality that no other American midsize car does. It comes with a V6 engine and a Buick V6 at that. Regal, it's got the spirit. Listen, I don't have much time. Brought my car to Amco. They usually fix a transmission in one day. They did it for me. They did a good job. Time's up. You're going to be surprised, but don't be surprised by the nice little extras at Amco. Uh, they've serviced 4 million transmissions. They do things right. Amco, AA, MCO. Transmission trouble? Take your car to one of the Amco transmission centers in the greater New York area. Their famous 19-point multi-check is free. We're all a little leery of the dark. That's why some lonely night, you'll be glad you bought a Delco battery. A Delco quality battery with instant starting power. Delco batteries. Some lonely night, you'll be glad you bought one. Enter the AC Delco Energizer sweepstakes and win a Holland America cruise for two. For details, go to Dave Turner Auto Diagnostic Center on River Road in Kearney, New Jersey. The All-Stars, your four Queens Oldsmobile dealers, are the champions of the Auto League for deals and service featuring AC Delco parts. They're kicking off their 1976 season with a sensational free offer of a Delco AM-FM radio, yours absolutely free with a purchase from now until October 31st of a new 1976 Olds at any of the All-Stars, the Queens Oldsmobile dealers. See and test drive the great new 1976 Oldsmobiles at M&M Oldsmobile, 87th Avenue, and Queens Boulevard. Steel-belted radial tires, the longest-wearing gas-savingest tires made, and until now, rather expensive. What's happening now? Macy's and Bamberger's Auto Centers teamed up on a special purchase of 30,000 first-quality steel-belted radial white wall tires from one of America's four top manufacturers. They're selling them for only $39 for the largest sizes down to just $32 for smaller sizes. You heard right, $32 to $39 a tire, plus federal tax, in sizes to fit most popular American cars from Mustang to Cadillac. Installation included. If you've priced steel-belted radial tires, you know they range $60 to $80 each. And that's why this Macy's and Bamberger sale is truly sensational. There are 15 Macy's and Bamberger auto centers in the New York, New Jersey area. Call for the location near you. Famous makers, steel-belted radial tires for $39 or less this week at Macy's and Bamberger's Auto Centers. The tire buy of the year. Don't miss it. They say the pitcher that is brought to the well too often is sure to be broken. If you will permit the analogy... That's what Clarence Porter is trying to do with his wife. He has arranged for a series of deadly accidents, but from each one, she skips away unscathed. Now, which will prevail? 
Clarence's persistence or Penelope's luck. Uh, darling, would you mind turning on the TV? There's a special documentary. Uh Uh-huh. Anything you say, old sport. Oh, my goodness. What what happened? Oh, well, I touched the on button, and I felt this uh, little tingle in my fingers. What happened to the set? What happened to the set? It turned out that's what happened to the set. And that tingle in your fingers? You know what I did? I wired the on button right to the power supply, directly, and without insulation. And so when you touched it, you'd get the full load. There's almost enough boards in there to run the electric chair. And all you got was a tingle in your fingers. No. No, there has to be a better way. There has to be. Oh, my. The view from here is fantastic. Oh, it is, Clarence. You can see for miles. I didn't know you were a nature lover. Now, dear, let's stand back. Uh, We're at the edge of the cliff. We're too close. Oh, you know me. How very careful I can be. But that's a drop of 4,000 feet, my darling. Oh, really, old sport? You mustn't worry so much. Oh, what splendid colors on those hills. Penny. What's that? Look out. This time, I have to win. Last night, I came here. I removed some rock, and I filled in the space with earth, so it would look solid. But it's not. And the minute she stepped on it, she would go right through, and I maneuvered her so that she would walk right there. And now she's going over the side, a sheer drop of 4,000 feet to the jagged rocks below. (laughs) Her luck finally has run out. Uh, uh, Penny, uh, uh, Penny, where are you? Look down, just over the side. Now be careful. I managed to get hold of his breath. What do I do now? What else can I do? It's just not meant to be. That's all. I can't kill her. Because she obviously can't be killed. And I will simply have to reconcile myself to my fate. And live a... Clean, healthy, outdoor life. Please, believe me. I said that and I meant that. And I would have stuck with it. But one morning, there was a knock on the door. Oh. Ah, yes. Oh. It's, uh... It's Mr. Stretch and Mr. Chadwick. May we come in? Thank you. Oh. Lovely, lovely home you have here, Clarence. Oh, thank you. Won't you gentlemen sit down and uh, drink? Surely by this time, Clarence, you must know that Mr. Chadwick and I never drink on the job. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're here on business. Precisely. You see, you uh, owe us a sum of money. Yes. I know. And you ask for time so that you could make a suitable match. Yes. Well. And so... I just can't ask my wife for that kind of money. My boy, your wife has it. But she isn't going to give it to me. I mean... Clarence, that is your problem. But unless you want Mr. Chadwick and me to make it our problem? No, no. No, no. I'll see to it. You'll... You'll get your money. Of course we will. Now, can we set a date? Well, uh, soon. Soon? 
In that case, you will hear from us soon. And there it was. I had my choice. I could go to her and say, I need $50,000. And she would ask, why? And if I told her, she'd probably divorce me. And then where would I be? Or, I could kill her and inherit. But maybe she would let me have the money. Maybe if I put it to her in the, in the right way. Darling, suppose uh, a very dear friend of yours, someone very close to you, needed a considerable sum of money. A matter of life and death. Well, old sport, why was the money needed? Supposing he had uh, squandered the money. Oh, we all make mistakes. Mm. Supposing he had lost it betting on horses and roulette. And, oh, say no more. And the underworld was after him to make good. Mm, such a person is beneath pity, even contempt. Well, not necessarily. Not clever. That's did you want to help some friend of yours? Well. Oh, Clarence, you're so generous. I'm so naive. I mean, keep away from people like that. Yeah. But he's... He's really a very nice person. Such a person would not be allowed in my home. Now I have to kill her. But how? I've done everything. Maybe it's true. She can't be killed. No, can't be true. Anyone can be killed. I'll point the gun at her. I'll pull the trigger. That's going to do it. But I'd better prepare for it. I waited for a rainy night so I'd be harder to recognize. And I stole over to a neighbor's house. They were an elderly couple. I stood outside their living room window. I made a slight noise. I heard the lady call out. I could see how frightened she and her husband were. I watched as he picked up the phone. Good. That's exactly what I wanted him to do. Then, I stole away to another house. A woman lived there, alone. At this house, I actually broke the lock on the back door before she heard me. From there on, it was plain sailing. I had established what I had to establish. The presence of a prowler in the neighborhood. I'll get it. Hi, it's the sheriff. I do, Miss Porter. Mind if I come in? Oh, please do. Evening, Miss Porter. Anything wrong, sheriff? Well, I'm afraid so. Folks around here have been complaining about a prowler. Uh, you been out tonight? You seen anyone, Miss Porter? No. I wasn't out. I've been in all evening. The Jefferson seen him, showed the Watsons, and old Miss Blake. Hmm. What does a man look like? I said they seen him. That don't mean they seen his face. They seen someone prowling about. Miss Blake says he actually forced open a back door, but her screams for some other neighbors running, and that scared him off. Hmm. Well, we haven't. We haven't seen anyone. Well, just keep your doors and windows locked, folks, till this is over. Oh, I don't think I'd be afraid of him, Sheriff. Ma'am, with all due respect, he's probably armed. Now, just be careful, will you? Well... Now to do it. I bought the revolver, a big thirty-eight. Do the job right. I needed an alibi, but that was no problem. I informed Mr. Stretch of my requirements. 
since it was in his interest as well, a very respectable gentleman was found who would swear we had a business dinner together in the city. And so only the deed remained. And the deed... Well, it was simple. I thought I would agonize over it more than I did. She was sitting in the library, just reading. I approached her, and she said... Why don't we have a glass of milk, old chum? Those were the last words she ever said. I drove to the city, and I drove back late that night. There was considerable activity in my home, as you might imagine. The police were there. And I must say, I gave the impression of being terribly surprised. I'm so sorry for her and for you, Clarence. Doctor, it's it's terrible. Where's the sheriff? He said he'd be right back. He may have some evidence. What happened? Well, uh, you know there's been a prowler, and I suppose she surprised him, and he, uh, he killed her. Any clues? Any idea of who this animal could be? The sheriff's working on it, but... But that's not so important anymore. Oh, uh, how, how can you say that? Well, I say that because she was dying. What? Who? Who, who, who was dying? Penny. She didn't want you to know. I don't understand. Well, a few weeks ago when she crashed in the stock car race. Oh, oh, oh you mean she received an injury that... No, that... no, 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 no. But I had her in the hospital and I was taking tests. And just, well, we discovered something. It seems she had acute myeloptic leukemia. I don't understand. Yeah, nor do I. Nor does medical science. It's a quick and subtle and fatal disease. Why, how, who knows? You're perfectly all right one day, and then suddenly it it hits you, and, and within a few weeks you, well, you're dead. And she had this? Yes, Clarence. She didn't want you to know. She was losing ground so rapidly, she... She would have died within a few weeks. No. Oh. No. Mr. Porter. Shut up. Uh, Mr. Porter, I'm going to arrest you for the murder of your wife. And everything you say can be used against you. What do you mean? Arrest me? On on what ground? Why why would I want to... You'd know that better than I would. Now, last night, I come to your house in the pouring rain. I said, there's a prowler. Might you have seen him? You said you hadn't been out. I had seen that you had mud on your shoes. Now, I said nothing, awaiting further development. Now, this prowler left footprints beneath the windows of three houses in the neighborhood and your own house. Now, we got cast of them shoe prints. Now, earlier this evening, I examined the shoes with the mud on them, the ones you wore last night. They fit to a T. Now, will you talk to us now or later, Mr. Porter? He waited till later. But they broke him down, or he broke himself down, just thinking he had tried so hard. And he didn't have to do anything. You shouldn't do anything either until I return in just a few moments. 
Hey, you. You up there on the scaffold. Me? Yeah, you. The guy that's painted the Greenpoint billboard sign. So you got me. Now, what do you want? I want you to paint a ride. It is right. Look. It says the Greenpoint Earnings Bank. It's supposed to say savings bank, huh? Hey, mister, don't give me aggravation. If you don't know that the Greenpoint Savings Bank is the earnings bank, that's your problem. Now, just let me finish up here, huh? I mean, heights confused me anyway. I shouldn't even be up here, even. Savings, earnings. Greenpoint depositors know there's nothing confusing about our name because we're more than a safe place to save money. We're a safe place to earn money. The Greenpoint Savings... <laughs> the Greenpoint Earnings Bank. Greenpoint Earnings Bank. Your neighborhood savings bank. Member FDIC. New York, spend Columbus Day with us for thousands of good nights to come. Climb, sleep, set you free. Sleep right in luxury. Discover Klein Sleep's Columbus Day sale and a new world of luxury and sleep with the lowest prices on the best bedding and convertible sofas in town. And they're all ready for immediate free delivery to your town. Pick up a copy of our newspaper circular in any Klein Sleep store for the most incredible prices on bedding and convertible sofas. Remember, there's a new world of luxury waiting for you at Klein Sleep Columbus Day for thousands of nights 